1: Welcome to Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes. I'm Stephanie Myers. Hey, I'm Stephanie Pena. Welcome to the show where we share stories and memories connected to the music that has shaped our lives. As always, Talk Tuners, we're glad you came back. If you joined us for the first time, we're also glad you're here.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to today's episode. Um, hey, y'all. So I just want to jump in real quick. As you know, our formula, we like to talk about anything music related before we get into the main topic. And I went to an amazing show that I want to tell you all about. Um, I caught New Order um, here in San Antonio at the AT&T Center. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, talk about bucket list, right? Yeah, um, been a fan of New Order since probably I was ten. I don't yeah. know, you know. I mean, it goes that back. And uh, you know, and you know, Talk Tuners. You know, if you've been with us from the get go, you know, Stephanie and I like to go to a lot of goth clubs back in our day. And I definitely have danced to a number of New Order music um, on New Wave Night. And uh, it was fantastic. So Peter Hook is um, now doing vocals for, uh, oh, he's always been doing vocals, excuse me. He's always been doing vocals. He does great. I'm getting the two mixed up between Joy Division and New Order because for those talk tuners that don't know, um, New Order was birthed through the uh, through the members of Joy Division. Joy Division is a band that uh, came is classified as post punk, and you can catch an episode about them. So, aside from that, let's talk about the show itself. Super cool. I'm telling you, Stephanie. I didn't see. I've never seen a merch line that long. Like we walked in, and it was like literally. I want to say like a hundred people deep.
2: Whoa! Uh, like,
0: I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So it's in an arena, right? So you, know, you have your merch and across from one section. I think we passed like four different sections before we got to the end of the line. It was insane. I'm shocked. Yes. Yes. And so we know that um, as we're music enthusiasts, that artists get their money from merch. So I'm yeah. sure they're cleaning up. It's just great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to get a shirt because it was, the line was so long and I'm an ex-merch bitch. I've sold <laughs> merch back in my day too at, at Stubbs in Austin. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. This is no, no, just not. No. Um, But uh, the show itself was fantastic. So they definitely played their hits like Blue Monday. Um, you know, they played... Uh, they played everything you could possibly think of under the sun. But the coolest part about this show for me was at the end of their encore, they paid homage to Joy Division. Oh, wow. And that was great. They played Transmission. They played Love Will Tear Us Apart. Um, they played Atmosphere. And oh, my goodness. <laughs> you could see the rift in the crowd, like folks who like knew that, you know, uh, Peter Hook and company were Joy Division at one time going super nuts. And there were other people like, what the hell is this? it was so funny because they're completely different sounds, right? Completely different sounds. No
1: kidding. And,
0: uh, you know, being at this arena show, um, you know, I was close to other people in my row. It was probably like eight seeps in into my particular row. And there was a couple next to me and they were just going at it and having a good time. And it was, it was an older gentleman with a younger lady. And I could, hear him telling her oh it's this song remember this song so i'm like all right you know new order so amazing that it's being passed down you know to this day to new generations but um it was fantastic i danced i the entire time i stood up the entire time and i danced the entire time (laughs) i got a good workout in love it so yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely on the bucket list was a dream come true. And I, I just, uh, you know, true faith when they played true faith, I was like, Oh my God, this is so great. You know, all the memories just came back, you know, hanging out with you in the goth clubs, you know, me yeah. doing my own thing here from time to time in Austin and San Antonio. It was great. So guys, if you do uh new order is coming to your town, I highly recommend to go. It is worth every penny. And, you know, we know right now in the music world that a big hot topic is cost of tickets. Tickets weren't expensive for this. You know, really? it was about $50. Not yeah. Bad. Compared to, you know, I mean, who they are. And it was awesome because in the beginning of the show, they had a DJ. So it was, you felt like you were in a club. Oh, I like you really that. did.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. that. Well, first yeah. of all, I'm very envious. Uh, the Sun's amazing, and I've wanted to see them for a long time. Um, as you note, folks who might be interested, we have a great episode where we go into Joy Division. So if you're learning about them, as uh, Penn is mentioning them right now, you can learn yeah. even more. Uh, quite a story that they have, and so neat that they are continuing that legacy through to present day, right? Yes. To me, that's what's incredible to me.
0: Yes. Yes. And people were going all out for this. I saw a lot of people going Instagram live. I was like, Oh my God, what a different concert experience. Right. I mean, I still keep it old school (laughs) pictures. I wish I had a lighter for the encore. I'm not shining my phone. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) Fair, fair. I I bring back the lighters, but it's a different world now. So yeah, it's a different world. Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) I'm very glad that you got to go. Thanks. It's very cool. Uh, talk Tuners, I feel like there's a lot of summer uh, concerts coming up. We'd love to hear them. And I know we're going to continue to talk about them, right, Steph?
0: Oh, yeah. I got a long list. It's coming. It's coming, y'all. Uh, I got, I'm got. i going to have some stories to share for sure.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I know we got some sh- stories to share today, Steph, around some fun things that we have experienced, all related to the band Sponge. And then also they're great single plowed. wonderful you know they're wonderful and i love me some sponge i love oh, me God. some sponge i've realized lately not everybody knows who i'm talking about even though yeah it's like they were so popular once upon a time but i want to mm-hmm. you know note that they continue and i was uh, such a big fan during their ratting pinata time and we're gonna talk all about that and get through that but you know they began their origin story back in detroit mm-hmm. in 1992 where a lot of great bands come from out of Detroit. Um, And Sponge was Vinny Dombrowski, guitarist Mike Cross, bassist Tim Cross, drummer Jimmy Paluzzi, guitarist Jolie Mazzola. And as I am noting, you know, Sponge is still around
0: today. I didn't know that. I'm going to be completely honest. I did not know.
1: Yeah, they're still around. They're still doing it. So that's, That's I feel like, an important caveat here. They are still doing it. And if I'm talking about them in past tense, that's incorrect. It's incorrect, right? They're still with us. Um, But they've gone through many, many lineup changes over the years. A ton of members coming and going. So, you know, we're talking about the originals. Actually, Vinny has been the sole constant member to this day. So we could go through all of those lineup changes. But actually, it's Vinny. Uh, So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Uh, well, yeah because it wouldn't be the same without him right like he has such a distinct voice like who's going to take that over i mean it maybe it would be like a black sabbath scenario where you know ronnie james dio came in for ozzy but you yes know, you just come on man i'm glad that still still the vocalist that's cool
1: i'm so with you stephanie it's like how do we continue this somebody who's great on vocals why don't we bring yeah. him back around he's still there and um, so I think that kind of consistency keeps bands alive. So I thought that was sure. actually pretty cool to me. It's not like, Oh, what? How are you? Remember? It's like, no, man, you're the one carrying the torch. So Absolutely. I think that's Absolutely. awesome. And I think it's great uh, that they're still around. So they're still with us. And prior to even forming sponge back in 1992, is Vinnie, Mike and Tim. They were in a band called loud house. Mm. And the front man of that was Kenny Magua. loud house. Just released one album. They had a song appear on the soundtrack to uh, the 1991 film Point Break. So nice. they, you know, made their mark in different parts of pop culture. Uh, mm-hmm. The band then recruited Joey as second guitarist. But then shortly after, Kenny decided he was going to pursue a career in acting and directing. So at that point, Vinny switched from drums to vocals. And oh, okay. uh, drummer Jimmy Paluzzi was recruited at that point to just round out the lineup. And that, wow. I think, was what began... Then shift to vocals and to that frontman role, which sure. he then took to Sponge, right? And took yep. on that took on that role, took on that persona, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: somebody he did.
1: <laughs> I just, it's great. It's yeah. great. It's who they are. And again, you know, they're still around. They're still releasing albums. They released the album Labatorium in 2021, and they're still touring. They're nice. still out there. I went to check out their touring schedule. They're actually playing Mm -hmm. here in LA at the Whiskey A Go Go, the classic venue Whiskey A Go Go on the Sunset Strip in May. So I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, that's badass. I may have to come up in May. Um, Yeah, that's super cool. Right on.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I love these guys. I love these guys. I love these guys. They were really breaking on into the scene with, again, the Riding Pinata album. In 1994. Mm-hmm. From that came Cloud,
2: and mm-hmm. Cloud
1: is their first and highest charting song to appear on the US Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart. It's,
0: nice.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great. That peaked at number 41, and it's their second highest charting song on the Modern Rock Tracks Chart. It reached number five. So within that subgenre, it reached number five. And you got to remember, talk tuners, like this was on the radio all the time. Yep. It was all over. So I kind of always take that perspective because I remember that so clearly, right? It was all Mm -hmm. over alternative radio. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting too, because I know people have compared Sponge to the awesome band Social Distortion for this particular song. And it took me a little bit to realize where that was coming from. But now I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I had to think about that, too. I can see it now. Wow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it took me a little bit. But then I realized, like, oh, right. And they specifically compared Vinny's vocals to Mike Ness's vocals from Social D. And yeah. uh, I think that's a huge compliment, first of all. And Absolutely. I totally see it. Uh, Social yeah. D awesome. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, uh, I thought that was a really neat thing and no higher compliment really for Sponge.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I actually caught Social D not too long ago, talk tuners, just to kind of go off in a little bit. And then, you know, they're they're a great band. If if anyone on the line doesn't know anything about their discography, go check it out. You'll fall in love instantly.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. They're fantastic. So I think that was a huge compliment. Um, mm-hmm. And if you listen to Plowed. Like I think you can definitely hear it as you go back and listen. To yeah.
0: Social yeah. Tea, right? Yeah. I hundred percent agree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they were really embodying a time, right? They were embodying mm-hmm. a moment in time, um, and part of that too was I think their music videos, and yep. the Plowed music video is a really good one, and it is emblematic of that moment in time. If you go back and watch it, the aesthetics are very nineties. Um, mm-hmm. Down from the uh, the dress of each member, how they've decided to dress, <laughs> um, even to the yeah. characters quote characters that appear um, throughout this music video, and then even to uh, if you'll watch kind of like '90s uh, music videos at that time, they had a certain oversaturated tone. Yeah, uh, visually, like you saw a lot of that, so you can uh, visually recognize it. I think as a as a '90s music video. And in this particular music video, there's a looming tornado that's happening while everybody is going about their lives mm-hmm. as <laughs> you follow some of these characters. It tonally reminds me a little bit of uh, Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun video.
0: Cool. It had yep. a little
1: bit of that, but it does feel like a time capsule, um, but in a good way. Uh, I noticed that it was directed by Tony uh, Kuhnwalder, who did videos for Adam Ant and Susanna Hoffs. Nice. So I feel nice. like... That was all pretty cool and of the time. Um, but check that out because it really, I just felt like in so many ways plowed was here on the radio, it was here in these videos, it was on MTV, and it just mm-hmm. showed up in these different spaces, right? Yeah, really uh, epitomized the era in that way.
0: Yeah, I I just think about when you know plow just the beginning. and I'm like ah, oh, this gets me so pumped, and like yeah. I want to get in my car and drive real fast, like NASCAR style, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Formula One style. Here I come, plowing into the sun. I mean, yeah. it's such a shit, I love this song. And there's like so much love in those vocals, and I haven't seen the video. Normally, I'm I'm always talking about videos. That's what I haven't caught, but um, I do appreciate that 90s videos just in general were just over the top with creativity. Um, I definitely have to check that out. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, Like I said, it just lives on as this song, right? I noticed later it took on a life of its own. It was sampled in two different songs from Insane Clown Posse, which I thought was really cool. Uh, Wretched and Panic Attack. And I was like, wow, no better compliment,
0: right? Well, dude, you can't get more 90s than ICP. I mean, there's, come on, man. And just a really side, here I go on my side notes, but I I was <laughs> I was trying to go see Stone Sour, which is Corey Taylor's first band before Slipknot, right? So I'm standing in a line, and then all of a sudden, I see a juggalo. So ICP in St. Cloud's Posse, their wow. followers were called juggalos. Yeah. And this dude was coming down, and he was like, where's the icp show and i'm like icp's here i'm like no it's stone sour i'm like i i don't know bro i think you're on the wrong side wrong venue i was like what the fuck god that's cool i did not know that icp uh sampled <laughs> some sponge i gotta check that out that's great. isn't that
1: cool yeah <laughs> i just feel like they're their own community over there uh so i thought that it was is right a yeah <laughs> exactly i was like no better compliment no better compliment
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: this whole album, right, even beyond Plow itself, that whole Riding Pinhead album yeah. really broke uh, Sponge into the alternative scene. It was just mm-hmm. a great album, as folks may know. It contained their uh, other hit that was off that album, Molly, parentheses, 16 Candles, which is, as folks probably know, it's a song about Molly Ringwald in the movie 16 Candles, which, you know, just shows their creativity. No better topic for a top 40 hit on radio. Why not? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. It's got the same energy. I think um, mm-hmm. it's always really fun. Like I said, it's a really great album, and I encourage everybody to go listen to it.
0: Yeah, man. So this song, you know, Stephanie's mentioning it. You know, it's getting plugs here and there. Um, definitely got plugs in movies. In uh, in 1995, Empire Records. That that particular movie, um, they are they do use cloud but it's not on the the soundtrack um which is uh which is a bummer and you know but it was that whole thing is super super 90s and i also learned that there's this movie called chasing mavericks it's a surfer movie that was created in 2012 have you heard of it stephanie i have not no all right so there's this movie uh, called chasing mavericks Some type of Serper movie, and it has all of these really big stars, um, musicians from the 90s, like Mazzy Star, Corner Shop, and Matthew Sweet on the soundtrack. And I am intrigued to watch just knowing that all this great music is part of the movie. God, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then as far as their looks, when... When I saw them, I really thought the, uh you know, the lead singer looked a little bit like Scott Weiland at the time because he had that really wild, flaming red hair. And so yeah. did Scott when he first came on the on the scene in the video in, yeah. in their first video. Um, so, yeah, that's awesome. It's You just can't get more 90s in this band. Like, exactly. Style,
1: right.
0: sound, everything.
1: God. Yeah, yeah. They epitomized <laughs> yeah. a moment in time, and again, talk tuners. We don't say it pejoratively. We say it with oh. a lot of love because this yeah. is, you know, part of our little '90s miniseries here. So we're going back in time, so just yeah. And really i sure appreciating,
0: right? And I'm sure a lot of talk tuners maybe forgot about this song. You know, I mean, it's because you know they're still touring, they're still relevant, but um, you know, I. I'm, I'm not the the end-all be-all when it comes to pop music, but I, I didn't know. So maybe they're doing some, you know, good underground stuff now. I, I don't That's yeah.
1: awesome. Yeah, totally. Well, I just feel, again, I mean, loved this album so much. And then I feel like I also keep going back to, as you know, Stephanie, 1994 music. Uh, that's always just a theme that it goes back to me because it just feels truly the best. There's so much it of it that I love, right? It is. Absolutely. It's just so good. Like, it's just so yeah. good. And I, I think I always just really enjoyed Vinny's frontman energy. He just gives the band this momentum, right? Mm-hmm. He charges the band. So uh, with that, I was just very psyched for us to be able to get a chance to see them play uh, back in South, South by Southwest in 19, um, in
0: 2003. Yeah, yeah. And that was a surprise, y'all. Um, I didn't know. It was it, we, it wasn't on the schedule. South by was a different beast back then. And, uh, yeah, and we we found out, honestly, about the show through patrons on 6th Street. And uh, we we're like, let's go! <laughs> it was a yeah. fest. The
1: yeah, there's this official schedule, right, like, for South mm-hmm. by, and it's like, here's who's going to play when, and uh, it was not, it was not on there, it was a late night show, I remember, nope. it was like yep. 1 a.m., um, the Austin Chronicle had kind of a whisper that it was going to happen. So they did a short write up mm. and I wanted to just share that with talk tuners because I thought that was a little fun time capsule because yeah. it was like, yeah. oh, hey, here's a whisper show, as they called them. Um, yeah. But they had said, gone are the grungy salad days of 1994's Routing Pinata and 1996's Wax A as are four and six string siblings, Tim and Mike Cross, yet Motor City Stooges' Vinnie Dombrowski and slide guitarist Joey Mazzola keep up the classic rock the group's new EP for all the drugs in the world soldiers soldiers on with Dombrowski's bowie
0: Nice. <laughs>
1: right. They say expect plowed hope for wish you were here. That was from the, uh, the writer Raul Hernandez. So I thought that was really cool because it was again, this show that was not on the schedule, but it was like, nope. okay, here's something that might be played. And it was like this 1am show that you kind of had to know to go down there. Um, check it out at a certain time at a tucked away venue.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, just, you know, trying to capture the vibe of South by during this time in 2003, completely different beast, as I just said, um, because South by was really at that time kind of focused on up and coming artists. So when you would, and anyone who was mainstream was just like a very special treat. And uh, you know, at that time you could just literally stand in line and, you know, pay at the door um, to get in. I saw Morrissey that way um, for the first time at Austin Music Hall. You know, it, it's just, it was different. Um, and uh, I'm glad we were able to go. And then 1 a.m. Now, I i forgot what time they played. Dude, I'm in bed. I got in, <laughs> I'm in bed by midnight. I'm old now. I can't even imagine. What? <laughs> right? Okay. Times were different then. We were <laughs> young. I was, we're in our 20s. We, we had such invincible. energy. <laughs> Such unbelievable yeah. energy. Yeah, that's so awesome. So yeah, man, just back back in this time, you would literally buy a wristband from the grocery store. I'm not joking. From the grocery store, we went to Albertsons and bought a wristband, and you you got the Austin Chronicle, and you had this big old calendar, and you kind of carried it around with you, um, you know. And it's like, okay, this is cool. I want to check this band out from Japan. There's this showcase, a metal showcase here. I want to check this out. And literally, we heard about this on the streets. <laughs> we're hanging out on the street, and people were just like, "Yeah, Spaghetti Venue. This like, what? Okay." Yeah. So I'm happy we got in because yeah. there is a thing called a fire hazard, and that place was packed.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And Tuck yeah. this place was literally called Venue. It was out of the way. Is like nondescripted that <laughs> that way. You had to know kind of so which original. door to go in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. if I'm recalling, Stephanie, I think we were, uh, we managed to get pretty close to the front for being such a small venue. So for me, that was so cool because I had, you know, it was 2003 and I'd been a fan of theirs since the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was awesome to finally be able to see them. And it was in this context where it was essentially uh, a bit of a secret show, right?
0: Yeah, it was. And it was a highlight of my South by, no doubt. Um yeah. my God, my God. Yeah. And I had the album too. So, Definitely a fan. Um, I'm excited that they're they're still around. That's awesome. And then they had a follow-up album, Wax Aesthetic.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed Wax Aesthetic. Uh, you heard kind of less about that one compared to Riding yeah. Pinata. But to me, that was easily a match for Riding Pinata. And so I wanted to tell Talk Tuners, hey, check that out if you're not familiar because it's actually super great. There's a lot of bangers on it. And mm. I think you'll <laughs> enjoy it. These guys deserve their... Uh, they deserve the accolades that they get because
0: they're just super, super cool. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm stoked that they're still around. Um, and even, as we all know, there's a lot of reunion tours. There's just a lot of, you know, we're, we're going back in time and, you know, paying a homage to amazing bands that have carried us through life. So, hey, Sponge, get on tour with somebody. I'll yeah. go. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We'll come out and see them at the Whiskey A Go-Go because I'm excited that
0: they're God coming back
1: shit. around. That's so awesome. love I it. thought it was really cool. But I mean, I loved uh, this walk down memory lane and just talking about who they were, but also who they are. Right. And I right. love going through these memories about them. It's always a, a highlight for me. I think on this show is to be able to relive these things.
0: Yeah. I'm hyped about it. And this happened 20 years ago. Like...
1: Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Full on 20 years ago.
0: Yeah. (laughs) South by just passed. It's in March and we're around that time of year. Like literally this is insane. Oh my God. Bring back the good old days.
1: Bring it back. I just, yeah, just love being able to do this. Uh, Thank you for walking down memory lane with us. Talk tuners. We'd love to hear as always your stories. Uh, You might have about sponge or South by or, uh, you know, reminiscing about great concerts you've seen Uh, You can reach out to us and we may read your little story on air. So thank you for that. And just also wanted to shout out real quickly a few guest spots that we recently did on other podcasts. If you'd Mm -hmm. also like to check those out, want to give them love, you can check out the podcast Glass Houses, a Billy Joel podcast, episode 79, for the content creators episode. Had a lot of fun on that. We also did the Set Lusting Bruce Springsteen Fan Podcast. We were interviewed on the March 16th episode, and I had a great time on that. We sat for an interview on that episode, and we loved doing that. And I want to say thank you again to both shows um, for those invitations. So be sure to check those out, and you can stay with us on social just to hear about these more guest spots coming up, too.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yes, definitely a good time. Um, I I loved every minute of it, of it as well. And hey, y'all, um, you know just just to give some love to our socials, we're all over. You can find us on the social of your choice: Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Stephanie's Talk Tunes. Get us. You can catch us on Twitter: Stephanie's Talk Gmail. Write to us, stephaniestalktunes at gmail.com. An easy shortcut to all things Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes. Just go to stephaniestalktunes.com. Can't get any easier than that.
1: Can't. You can find all episodes and you can find some merch and you can find all sorts of fun things down at that site, stephaniestalktunes.com. And I did want to let talk tuners know something we're both excited about, Stephanie, which is Mm -hmm. our next episode is going to be our 50th episode.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Which is wild, right? It so is, it is. I wanted to remind folks, please come back in two weeks because we're very excited to share that with you. And that also means that we've been doing this for two years, and that's putting out new content for you every other week, sharing our memories, uh, thinking down memory lane, and just nerding out on music. And I love that. And I'm so happy to have gone on this long journey with you, Stephanie. It's been a great one.
0: Yeah, absolutely oh my gosh this has been i never dreamed i never dreamed of this. this is great thank you guys for listening to us thank you for um you know all your ratings thank you thank you thank you um we are having a great time and we hope you come back in two weeks this is stephanie Benia and i'm out
1: stephanie Myers, i'm out talk tuner see you in two weeks peace